Socialist News and Views with your host, Nick Schillingford. I'm Nick Schillingford coming to you from the Urban Cabin Studios in South Minneapolis. In the second half of the show, we will have part two of Minneapolis Co-op Wars, where we continue talking to Roberta Malice about the situation that developed in the mid-70s in Minneapolis around the co-op movement. If you haven't listened to part one, I would recommend you go back and listen to part one in episode 26 of Socialist News and Views. Before we get to that, we start with the news. First, we would like to give a shout-out of solidarity to Kellogg workers and John Deere workers who are still on strike. If you are near any of the striking locations, we encourage you to go out and join the picket lines with workers to learn about the issues these workers are struggling with and to show support. Socialist Alternative has an article by Leon Pinsky on October 7th entitled 10 Years Later, The Importance of Occupy Wall Street. The article calls Occupy, quote, the first nationwide struggle in the U.S. coming out of the Great Recession of 2008-9, which devastated millions of people, end quote. The article outlines the events leading up to Occupy, including the anti-austerity protests in Portugal, Spain, and Greece, and the Arab Spring movement, including the Tunisian and Egyptian revolution. The article says of these revolutions, quote, their form of organizing as mass occupations of central squares was used in past revolutionary movements, but were also inspired by the events in southern Europe. The toppling of dictators across the region reignited hope across the world, end quote. Following this was the occupation of the Capitol in Madison, Wisconsin, and then Adbusters magazine making a call to occupy Wall Street. The article says many wrong conclusions were drawn from international struggles, but did have a big impact on society in the U.S., saying, quote, primarily, it gave an expression to the growing anger against massive inequality, end quote. You can read the whole article on socialistalternative.org. Kenya Elliott has an article on Liberation News entitled Chevron's Puppet Judges Sentence Environmental Lawyer Stephen Donziger to Prison. The article from October 6th outlines the sentencing earlier this month of environmental lawyer Stephen Donziger to prison. The article states this prison sentence is, quote, as a result of his work to bring justice to farmers and indigenous communities in Ecuador who were the victims of the destruction of their land and water by Chevron, end quote. Ultimately, this is the result of Chevron's intentional waste dumping. After Donziger brought a case against Chevron, the oil giant brought a case against Donziger alleging bribery and racketeering. Even though the main witness admitted to lying, the pro-corporate forces conspiring against Donziger moved forward with trying to make Donziger pay for speaking out against them. You can read more on this case on liberationnews.org. October 13th. Fourth International has an item from Antonis 
Davanelos, titled Greece After the Wildfires, which highlights the uncontrollable wildfires in Greece in August that, quote, turned 375,000 acres of forest land into ashes, end quote. The consequences are already visible and extremely serious. Davanelos outlines many consequences, including lost homes, lost jobs, lost livestock, but some unseen, like floods and landslides because of a new lack of trees, also lurk. You can read the full item on 4th.international. Fight Back News has a statement from the Communist Party of the Philippines on October 13th in which, quote, the party calls on all revolutionary forces to lead in efforts to mobilize all possible resources to extend aid to all victims of massive flooding in various provinces, especially in northern Luzon, end quote. The statement goes on, quote, the devastation caused by the floods underscores the need to urgently address the demands of the peasant masses for a suspension or cancellation of usurious debts, as well as loans owed to government agencies, and the demand for higher farm gate prices for Pele and other crops to allow them to recoup their costs. This situation also puts a spotlight on the grave conditions of feudal and semi-feudal oppression and exploitation and the demand for genuine land reform, end quote. It's Going Down has an article on October 13th titled Canadian Tire Fire Number 15, Tenant Organizing, Forest Defense, All Out for Wedzinqua. It discusses Coyote Camp, where Gedimden clan members have gathered to establish new blockades to keep coastal gas link workers and RCMP, or Royal Canadian Mounted Police, off their territory. Specifically, they have been blocking a drill pad which prevents coastal gas link from drilling under two rivers. The article states, quote, the RCMP's Community Industry Response Group has been present at the camp carrying out daily reconnaissance, searching tents, emptying campers' drinking water supply, and generally harassing the site's inhabitants, end quote. You can read more at itsgoingdown.org. An op-ed on truthout.org is entitled The Oil Spill in California Lends Urgency to Demand for Indigenous Land Stewards by Charles Sepulveda and Angela Mooney Darcy and published October 17th. The op-ed highlights the deep respect local peoples had for the ocean and how they honor it through ceremony and songs. The op-ed highlights the October 1 oil spill, whose exact cause is unknown as just one of the many, quote, acts of environmental injustice and environmental racism in California, end quote, which it says started with Spanish soldiers forcibly removing indigenous people from their ancestral homelands. The op-ed says California must prioritize people over resource extraction and says, quote, land return is a necessary step in the process of reconciliation and healing, promoted by California's governor in his 2019 apology to California Native Americans and his subsequent orders, and an essential component of any just transition plan, end quote. But can we count on those Democrats or Greens in power to help the environment and working people? On October 18th, Peter Schwartz has an article on World Socialist website entitled German Social Democrats, Greens, Free Democrats, Coalition Paper, A Declaration of War on the Working Class. While the document released by the new so-called Traffic Light Coalition mentions the environment, it nowhere mentions the coronavirus pandemic or the 95,000 deaths in Germany. The article says of the coalition paper, quote, the paper explicitly commits the prospective government to adhering to the debt ceiling, which strictly prohibits new borrowing by state or local governments and tightly limits that of the federal government, end quote. According to the article, the paper from the coalition specifically states, quote, we will not introduce new taxes on assets and will not raise taxes such as income, corporate, or value-added taxes, end quote. 
Link's Journal of Socialist Renewal also has posted something by Lavia Campesina on October 18th entitled Food Sovereignty, a Manifesto for the Future of Our Planet, which you can find at links.org.au. Jacobin has an article on October 16th entitled Portugal is the world's most vaccinated country because its population trusts its free healthcare system. The article is by Joanna Ramiro, and you can find it on jacobinmag.com. And now we go to a musical break. This is the Ethiopians with Socialism Train, which was recorded in 1975. we heard how the co-op movement of stores, buyers clubs, and organic farms sprung up across the Midwest and how different opinions on how these co-ops should function led to large-scale debates and disagreements on the future of the movement in Minneapolis. Now we hear about what took place here when different so-called 
philosophies on food of varying groups didn't match up. If you haven't yet listened to part one, go back to episode 26 of Socialist News and Views and give that a listen before you listen to part two here today of the Minneapolis Co-op Wars. Here it is. We, uh, we, you know, assembled our forces and, and uh, in a house in south side of Minneapolis and, and, and then, you know, drove across town to People's Warehouse, which was located on 26th Street and Stevens, I guess, you know, close to, close to Nicollet in a, in, in a warehouse. And, 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 and then we, you know, went in, 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 in like more like, now we didn't have any firearms, but we, in, it, we, this is like a, in our minds, we were like the Bolsheviks taking over from the Mensheviks. I mean, you, you probably got enough labor history that you could, you know, that you could track, track your, track that, you know, and, and cut the phone, cut the phone lines and, you know, and, and ushered the people out. And, and I believe that there was one lady that, that, that had her arm broke on the way out. And, and people said that we had lead pipes. And I, I don't know if that's actually true, but it, I, I tell you what was true is it felt to the, it felt to the other people as if we did. There was a huge, I, I mean, this is like a, a huge break in, in, you know, fraternal, I mean, in, in, in the peace and love ethos. This is so. So then we we uh, um, occupied that building, and 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 on I, I think that was a Saturday night. I don't know. If it was it could have been a Sunday night too? I don't know. And and but but then the next morning, let's just say it was Monday morning. <laughs> the yard of, of of that warehouse was just full of people that were enraged, <laughs> right? Or or um questioning of what you know what's going on here and, and there were there was one guy uh that he had he was a window washer by trade and and, and he he got himself he, he climbed up on, on on top of like the roof and, and and he was trying to he was breaking windows or trying to break windows he was he was so uh, angry at us so then we we had a, we had a, you know we went out to confront this guy and we about four or five of us like we just sat on him like one on each arm to restrain the guys you know so, and so you know we but, but um, it's, you know, again, personal, personal experience. And, 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 and then we, there, there was an opposition form called, I don't know, what do they call themselves? Well, they eventually, they called themselves Dance for the Distributing Alliance of the North, North Country. So they, they, they boycotted the food court, like the People's Warehouse, and, and set up to, to duplicate it. And, and, uh, and, 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 and then there were, mass meetings and and this this was like so it, the co-op wars part which properly was i mean like 75 76 so for about those i don't know it's in, in those two years there was a lot of this kind of stuff where it, you know that like the we and the co took over um there was a it, it's seward co-op which was located in, in a in a storefront, it's it's where Wellna Hardware is now, Twenty Second and Franklin, and and we, our, our assault vehicle was like the the dairy truck. That, so we were, you know, I was in that. We, you know, you know, we had assembled in a certain place, and then we went and and and, and you know and, and drove up and and then threw the you know <laughs> threw the people out and, and changed you know went to work changing the locks and and, and like that. Seventy six, by the way. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I think so. There was and and and, and this so there was this uh, period of of, of uproar. Um, yeah, about dance. I think that that acronym was uh, co coinciding with Emma Goldman's. Uh, if I can't dance, I don't want a revolution. Yeah, yeah. If I can't dance, I won't be in the revolution. Right. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it was DNC with the small letter E, which was just a, it's and um, so. So that's the kind of turmoil. Yeah, and, and and after there was after about '76, the CO was was marginalized and isolated. We were completely impossible. I mean, we we had a a. a it's like to intensify the contradictions, you know. And we we, we read uh, Mao Zedong on contradiction and on practice, and uh, so no dialogue or exchange. No, like, it was as we were right. We had we, this is we were absolutely right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just un uncompromising. Any values. Yeah, and 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 so you know, and there were people that tried to you know form a third way. Try tried to find some valid criticisms, points that the CEO had made, such as like. Like we, I got stories I, I won't can't quite go into here, but you know they're they're fun stories about the laughable lack of professional business practices. They're funny. I mean, they're just you can all get there. Like you know, it's it's you know, but we were but but it's you know the, we experimented with all, all kind of things. But there, so there was this people could see that and they could say, yeah, you know, we should have canned food. Yeah, that that's a good thing and and stuff like that. But but then what the CEO did, the CEO. Turn inward, and it's is what I and it, and it 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 looked. We uh, studying in 70, 76 sometime. I I think again. This is just memory. It's um. There was we we began an assessment process, which we were directed for, and 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 again, just like life in the organization is like it's not, it, this is a secret organization. It, it operates on the need to know. You got a contact, and then you you would you would you would go to your contact within with with information and or questions and directives and 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 you know we were we we left we broke off with our hippie former former roommates and you know and you know romantic partners and spouses if 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 you know if if your spouse wasn't coming along then you'd leave them. You know, no sentimentality about this. The organization would come first. Like your ideological commitment to the revolution would come first. Um, I mean, we we adopted the criticism and self-criticism as we understood it from from Maoist China, the Great Leap Forward. Um, and and it um and we we are uh, so we would we 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 like withdrew from the food co-ops and and people were sent out of state. Uh, to, to you know, uh, on missions or, or and, and, and people were 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 told to get uh, you know jobs that would develop our proletarian side. See, the theory here is that 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 um, that um, so we live in a bourgeois society. It's run by a, a capitalist society. Okay, check out that. Now, in order to survive in a bourgeois society, you have to you have to live by bourgeois rules, right? You have to think. I mean, they're making the rules so that. And, and there was like the analysis was like uh, primarily economic because it, it's a Marxist analysis. That's a, a dialectical materialism. It's a philosophy of Marxism, and, and then the historical 
materialism. So this says that you can look at history objectively and scientifically and see what's going on. It's understandable. It's knowable. You can explain history and then predict where it's going in the same way that Galileo and Newton and the rest of those guys explained uh, planetary mechanics, you know, like the, like the, the solar system. And, and so we, we undertook to transform our world outlooks, which were necessarily bourgeois world outlooks. And and the man who, now jumping ahead, we, we had no idea who was really in charge of this whole thing. That was secret. We weren't supposed to know that. Um, but as, as it, you know, years later, it was when Lynette and I found out, but, but, but I'm getting ahead of it, who, who actually, but, but he had got his, he had this revolutionary theory concocted I should say, I mean, that's kind of a pejorative term, but but, but there was a, a theory that was all like dialectical and, and like, so there you would have your, your, so we would be given like a, like a, a revolutionary, like psychological analysis to determine what made us tick in class society. And the idea was that once you understood why you were the way you were, you could negate that and you could develop your revolutionary side or your proletarian side and in that way, you could you could be fit to lead the revolutionary struggle, which was we, we expected it to be very serious because you know this was this was the days of moments of national liberation. I mean, firstly, you know, look, you know, look at Vietnam. They won. They must be out of something. They right. took down. They, they kicked out the biggest, nastiest empire the world had ever seen. I mean, that's a you know poetic exaggeration, but 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 so. It, um, and you know, of course, that was that was before the Tiananmen Square and before these moments of national liberation. Uh, I mean, well, I would say failed to live up to their hope of transforming the, the third world countries. But but we um, so we would say, I mean, and you can like the the, the the say as an example of what this would look. You know, you would say, of course, you have male chauvinism versus internalized sexism. And you didn't hit, it wasn't necessarily your, your biological gender. So there were women who who could be analyzed as having the, ideo, the ideological form of male chauvinism. If you were like a dominant personality, you were, you were you were you were good with tools and skills, and you were assertive, you could you would be assessed then as your your ideological form was male chauvinism. And men too would be could could be assessed as internalized sexism. Where, you know, and, and there were all these different traits, these, these personality traits that were associated with this. So we, we would, you would be interviewed by, a, a, you know, a couple of people and they'd write up your, 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 your profile, like your personality profile. Right. And, and, and then you would, you would have this and, and then you, you would be living in, in um, an organizational household. And, and, and for the most part, these were not, were not like safe houses in, in the sense of, 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 be taking on a different identity, but 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 you would you know, you, you would be living in uh, an apartment someplace in Minneapolis, and then you would you would you you would have your household unit, and 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 or, and, and you would be using these these psychological these you know political ideological psych, you know tools, to, and 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 then you would you would be and, and so there's your you have your home plus you would have an, an organizational form it could be like the youth farm program or it, it could be there, there were like 
There was a, the car repair shop. Yeah, the car repair shop. There was a, there was a bakery in St. Paul. I worked at that one. That was part of, of, of the CEO network. And there were, you know, two or three Ford co-ops in town. Most of them had nothing to do with us. And 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 and, and, and she's saying yes. So as an example of the the car repair shop would would uh, bring the female members of the CEO in to learn car repair because that would help us negate our bourgeois side and we could do something materially progressive and help people and um, then we would also try to recruit people in the neighborhood. I remember at the car shop there was a Native American 12 year old girl that came in and I, I helped lead a little workshop in uh, basic auto mechanics, how to change a tire, you know, things like that. So we thought we were really progressive. Yeah, and, and it, or conversely, then the men would be sent to work in in, in the daycare oh, exactly. center. Yeah, you know. So so like, and, and I always say you can kind of you can kind of see there there's a certain point to that. I I can see you know it's like so rather than just develop you at what you're already good at, you want to develop what you're not good at. I mean, it, you, I mean maybe it's but but you can you can see like the like you're 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 deliberately trying to take on or, or transform. Like these these social roles that you see have been foisted upon us by this bourgeois society. So so we, so we would we spend a lot of time doing that, and and then when but once we once that got started, it sort of took on a life of its own, and and you can say that. And I I remember one so that so that we had the assessment process, and then after I don't know a few months of that, then we had the intensification campaign. And remember, I told you like this was like. Um, we almost might say no retreat, no surrender, but, but it's like to, in, to intensify the contradictions. I, I, I was working at, at the car shop, and I, I was tasked with, with going to a, uh, I don't know, a, an athletic goods place and, and renting boxing gloves. And then we were paired off. We put boxing gloves on, on each other, and then we were put in, you know, in the in the in the shop there and, and, and to intensify the contradictions and and, and force us to to kinda of like force us that we would we, we would box each other. So and that was one of the, so I you know so I, I got I was I was paired off with this like a very uh, well, a black belt karate man who was like a you know a small man, but <laughs> I was like a like a post standing there and he beat on me, and of course I got a got a black eye. And then the next day I went to work and hey, Malice, what happened to you? Oh, I don't know. I walked into a door. Something. <laughs> and it was you know. And, and we stayed in this organization a long time. Yeah, yeah that, that's so. It's like Lynette and I. Um, our arranged marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the arranged. So she and I are, Lynette and I are arranged marriage in a secret revolutionary organization. I always say that, and then I tell tell them this story. Usually, I, many times I, I start out saying that, but but it's um. So I don't know. I I have been um, sent to learn computer programming, and uh, because it was a good store to have, and 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 then I was. I mean, I I, I took a little bit of it at a at a, at a, at a school here. And, in, in 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 Minneapolis and and then I, actually I was I was a, a arranged to be in a rela- in a relationship with a woman that she and I had had a son he's still he's still in our lives actually we're still on very, very good terms with her 
um, we have Erica, she's my previous wife. Um, but I, I went to Chicago and I was, there was, the organization ran a little software business and, and I was, I got, I was set up with a job in a, you know, in a, in a soft, in, in a, a programming business with, a, you know, doing a, it, it had accounting and, and manufacturing software for small, medium sized manufacturing businesses. And I was, I was doing that. And, uh, there were people that, that I, I'd run in, you know, cross paths with years later, and they would just bristle <laughs> when we talk about the CO, because they had very vivid memories of violence. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, especially like the emotional stuff. It was just that, that, you know, we would just trash those relationships. And that's the end of our show. I hope you enjoyed listening. I know there's some gaps in the story, so I hope everybody had a chance to watch The Co-op Wars on public television earlier this month. Thank you. Well, some folks are gonna get the notion This has been another edition of Socialist News and Views with your host, Nick Schillingford. Ford.